Hello and welcome to Bonnets at Dawn, the podcast that pitches wild animals against each other to see which comes out victorious. Whoa. Is that right? Is that the podcast, Laurie? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I know loads of things about wild animals. (laughs) The salmon versus the grizzly bear. (laughs) I like how you um, surprise me with these uh, podcast topics. (laughs) I just, one day I'll get a really good one. That was pretty bad. The actual podcast is (laughs) Bonnets at Dawn, where we pit the Bronte sisters against Jane Austen. I am Hannah, your host, and I am Team Austen. And I am Lauren, your other host, and I am Team Bronte. Boo! (laughs) You boo, but I know that you secretly love them. I do. It's not, I I just love them. Yeah, I know. A A bit. I don't know about Emily yet. We'll get there. I'm working on it. All right. Slowly working you over. So uh, what's the what's the haps this week, Lauren? Well, this week um, we are going to talk to Joe Turner of Joe Chocolates. um, And she makes Jane Austen inspired chocolates, which are actually amazing. But before we uh, talk about or talk to Joe, we actually have made some Jane Austen inspired desserts of our own, Um, sort of like our books and burgers episode where we made Austin and Bronte burgers, (laughs) which actually I don't even know if that can be beat because those were kind of amazing. I don't know. Yeah, this this wasn't such a good week for me. No, no, I think I'm not a natural chef. Oh, what? (laughs) (laughs) Come on. You put so much well, apple in that Jane Austen burger and celery and spring onion and guess what 12 other ingredients. <laughs> guess what my dessert is made of? What is your dessert made of? It's just apple. Ah. <laughs> it's just an apple. No, so um, I was trying to think of things that people would have been eating 200 years ago in the same way that like we're eating them now and so when Mm. I was a kid because my mom is so old-fashioned she used to make us baked apples if we were like whinging and saying like I want dessert I want dessert she'd just bake us some apples with some cinnamon sugar and some sultanas and I hated it I thought it was gross Mm -hmm. didn't want to eat it uh and so I figured what better thing to cook for (laughs) this episode than (laughs) the thing I detested as a child I like how um we both could have gone to like, you know, a cookbook. <laughs> we could have. I did like retrospective. I like looked it up. No, I decided what I was going to do. And then I looked it up afterwards. Okay, gotcha. Which is how I get through life mostly is that I form my opinion. And then I find evidence to back up what I've said, rather than reading about a topic and <laughs> forming my opinion based on what I've read. That's fair enough. I mean, because like with my dessert, I was just like, let me just think of something that feels right and not research it and then just make it. <laughs> <laughs> I So I was really lucky because over on the uh, Jane Austen Center website, they have a recipe for baked apples. And oh, I good. was, totally, was going to follow this recipe, right? Mm-hmm. I found it and I was like, great resource. I'm going to take advantage of this. And it's really interesting because like, they share this information. And so they explain that uh, Chawton has a bakehouse. So people didn't have ovens in their houses mm-hmm. because you might burn your house down. So you had like a separate building. Oh, nice. 
and it stops your house from getting too um too hot so mm-hmm. your oven's in a separate place and they've got like a picture of the bakehouse at Chawton and then it goes on to explain how in Emma Miss Bates doesn't have a bakehouse in her house because they can't afford it and there's no room mm. but this Mr Perry guy does and so they just always send their apples to him oh. and so they bake he bakes the apples for them and then he brings them back like here's your apples Lovely. so anyway you know that's going in my Miss Bates fan fiction that I'm writing oh yeah it should do yeah I like it and then they fall in love over baked apples cute very cute Miss Bates that is cute I like it. I hope that Mr. Perry does a better job of following recipes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what do you do? Made, well, so the recipe that, they, that they've that they got is like four medium apples, 12 cloves, a teaspoon and a half of lemon peel, um, a quarter cup of brown sugar or 57 mm. grams or two ounces, depending on how you weigh stuff. And then like some red wine or apple juice. Okay. And then you like divide it up and then you bake it. So what I did is I went to the shop and I bought one apple. <laughs> just one? Just a single apple. Okay. I really the biggest bottle of red wine I could. Okay. And then I put, I peeled the apple and I cored it and I put it in the middle of this big pan and then I just poured loads of wine on it and then I got the sugar and a spoon I didn't measure it. I just, I think I put maybe four spoons of sugar in. Mm-hmm. And then I put some sultanas in it, which is not in the recipe because I didn't have any cloves. I okay. was like, this is the same. And then I just baked it for like an hour. Mm-hmm. And then halfway through, I poured some more wine on it. Whoa. Um, and then I ate it and it was really sugary. <laughs> too much sugar. Uh, and did you hear that throat gurgle then? Yeah, I did. That was horrible. I thought it was me, too. (laughs) That was me. Please cut that out. (laughs) I'm keeping it in. (laughs) Oh, gosh. So, yeah, I ate, and it was pretty gross. Oh, no. Like, I enjoyed eating it. Like, I had lemons in the house. I just forgot to put them in. (laughs) And then I said, like, my housemates came home. And they were like, what are you making? I was like, I'm making a baked apple. And they're like, I would have eaten some. Like, you could have made more than one. Oh, like they were so, mad. They wanted some baked apple. They wanted some of my baked apples. Oh. So I think I would do, I would make it again, but I would possibly... Um, follow would the recipe? Follow the recipe. Yeah, that sounds good. I'm yeah. sad that I couldn't have some. Like, last night when I was baking, John was like, why are you baking? Hannah's not here. Oh, <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> Hannah's not here. <laughs> I was like, I know Hannah's not here. What are you making? Baked beans? What's the point? <laughs> <laughs> I did make some the other day. And I was like, oh, no, Hannah can't have any of these baked beans. I have um, eaten. I got that. Oh, my gosh. Um, so, yeah, I'm sad that I'm sad that you can't have any of this dessert either. So what did you make? All right. I'm actually I'm pulling this up. Because oh um, I'm going to eat it live on the podcast. That's disgusting. <laughs> so my original idea was that I was going to make cookies that are sort of shaped like bonnets. Um, yeah, but when you told me how you were going to make them, <laughs> that's obviously not going to work. You're like, I don't know, maybe I'll like, maybe I'll just shape, use some tin foil. I'll like make a cookie cutter out of tin foil. Well, like, Oh. Yeah, so I got aluminum strips 
<clears throat> Say it again. Aluminum strips. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to say it? Aluminum strip. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Um, so I got some aluminum strips and I sort of shaped them around this like bonnet shape that it kind of works, but kind of not. Um, I'm going to try it again, actually. And I'll, I'll post the results on um, our Twitter and Instagram. But it was hard to do, especially this week, because I was looking at like Joe's website. And what she does is she makes these really elaborate cameos um sort of Jane Austen inspired cameos and they're so beautiful and I was like god this is gonna look like shit next to Joe's stuff yeah so um I was like let me rethink this also like I don't want to upset anyone but it does turn out if you google bonnet cookie cutter um they they exist I know but I was making my, our own bonnet cookie, bonnet cookie cutter I can't talk I just I feel like if it ain't baroque you know yeah yeah Oh, these bonnets are shit. <laughs> it's really hard to make a bonnet cookie. That's like a handkerchief. That's not even a bonnet. See, it's hard. Ignore me. It's hard. You're right. You did. This one's got a picture of the US, the USA flag, the American flag next to it. So that's how you know. Anyway, <laughs> on on with the tale. So, um, you know how I like to make John a breakfast cake basically every week. Yeah. So my husband is a marathon runner, and he requires loads and loads of calories and he likes to start off his day with you know some sort of I, we call it breakfast cake basically because that's what it is you call it quick bread and <laughs> i was like it is not bread this is a lo- this is cake you it's can like, put it yeah. in a loaf tin but this is a cake <laughs> it's like a coffee and walnut bread and you know delicious lemon and blueberry and that sort of thing so i was like well i will you know kill two birds with one stone even though i did not give him this um cake this morning (laughs) i was like no no leave it in there like it it, it, it's going on the podcast which he's like this makes even less sense um (laughs) but uh yeah so i made a lemon pound cake that i infused with earl gray tea great it was the lovely earl gray tea that alice brought me from harrods as well oh that's nice yeah and then I put like a cream cheese frosting on top. So my thought was that it would be like a I cup like, of that Earl Grey. Like American thing I've heard of. <laughs> what? Pound cake. <laughs> cream cheese frosting. I know. Yeah. Well, I guess you're right. But I'm sorry for saying it sounded gross. It does sound really lovely. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking it would be like a cup of Earl Grey, you know, like you've got your tea and you put a little cream in there and lemon. And that was my thinking. You don't, so, you don't have lemon and cream. I do it. I'll do it all. Just watch what? me. Just watch me. I put everything in that tea. Fight me. <laughs> I'm not going for afternoon tea with you. Just, <laughs> I won't. <laughs> just watch me. Actually, for afternoon tea, I, uh, I, I rarely order an Earl Grey. I'll usually do a breakfast tea. But I anyway. had an Earl Grey when we went to Brown. When you went and to where? When we went to Browns. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. I don't think I had Earl Grey then. Good. I think I had a breakfast tea then. I've got to say about the Browns afternoon tea, everyone. This is like a review moment. It's beautiful. But they could tell that we were poor and they didn't want to serve us. <laughs> I kept being like, come oh, on. We were there like, for like three hours. <laughs> I had more tea. 
<laughs> Should we explain Browns? Because like when I went to, so I was in London and I wanted to go to Browns for tea. And I told oh, Hannah and she was just like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> and I'm like, come on, we're going to go to Browns for tea. And um, you were like, no, that's basically, I think you compared it to like a Panera chain. I don't know what it is. I haven't seen like the chain restaurant of Browns over in England. I think I like compared Browns to Panera, (laughs) but it's just like, it's a a chain of restaurants, you know? Okay. And uh, (laughs) I don't know anything about the chain. And I was like, what are you talking about? I'm talking about like Browns Hotel, like this, you know, really nice hotel where Agatha Christie used to stay. And um, it's wildly expensive. And the thing about Browns is that it's like super expensive and very understated, you know? Um, so you just kind of go in there and there's like a very quiet wealth and quiet wealth is like the scariest kind. There's <laughs> <laughs> like, I-, I can't remember. It might've been Agatha Christie actually that like said something about the people that go to Brown's, like how they're just like, they're like, you know, these like foreign dignitaries and people who are like quietly like ruling the world. Um, so anyway, yeah. So yeah, we were definitely the poorest people in there. <laughs> I think my um, I think my hair was orange at the time as well. Oh, it was. Yeah, it so was. I, I, they, like I walked in, they must have just been like, "Oh, good God!" I was definitely wearing like a pair of like old navy leggings and just like a button-down white shirt. Yeah, and I just and my hair was a mess, and I had like giant sunglasses on. But I actually thought that that seemed like you know I just was maybe I was putting out the air of someone who's like so wealthy they don't care. Yeah. Yeah, that was my goal. And like the modern day equivalent of walking around with rips in your clothes. Yeah. Yeah, just like I don't care. Yeah. I just, you know, I just got here from I just flew in from Rome. I don't care. Um, so yeah, it was a great tea though. It was great. Uh yeah, great. really it good food lovely. and they were very nice and the piano Apart player took our request. Yeah, they I mean they did want us to go <laughs> after a while. We had been there a long time. Yeah. And we were laughing well, it was quite much, loudly. It was, like all you can, it was all you can eat. Yeah, I know. Like, don't do it all you can eat tea if you don't want people to stay for three and a half hours. 70 pounds. I was, gonna, I was like, this is each meal of this day. Like, uh, I'm going to, like, 70 pounds split three ways. It's like 13 pounds, 33 pence, right? Right, that's right. That's how math works. 23 pounds something <laughs> and like that's a lot for breakfast so I've got to eat lots of sandwiches yeah we did and then remember at the end they gave us that giant macaroon and we all just were laughing like we can't eat this we've been eating all afternoon yeah what are we gonna do with this and um my favorite thing about browns too is like in the women's toilet there's this framed picture of Carl Lagerfeld at a funeral and I'm desperate to have it in my home I thought Browns was the toilet that had really beautiful toilets, but then a little sign saying, we're so sorry about these temporary toilets. No. Toilets will get finished soon. That was um, the other place that we went to, like the next year. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. It was later. Why did we go the next year? Now I cannot remember the name of the hotel. It was another really beautiful hotel that Agatha Christie used to go to because I wanted to compare the two. Um, But because I didn't meet you the next year. Yeah, the next year we were with Kelly, 
And it was like London Book Fair. And we went and it was a nice tea. We weren't there that long, though, actually. That time we were only there like an hour and a half or two hours, like a respectable amount of time. And then um, we left. And then remember you and I went to the Ritz afterwards and we're like, we're going to go to the Ritz and get a drink. And then we had to leave. And then we had to leave. It was too much. It was way too much. We were like, oh, no, we can't go to the Ritz and have a drink. Who are we? Yeah. We got to get out of here. We did go to and have a drink the year before, though. Yeah, we did. We did. And I went this there. Is so, this is so off topic, Rowan. It's not, though. It is. <laughs> Someday on the podcast, we'll come back to that uh, trip to the Ritz and we'll tell everyone about the great romantic comedy that we wrote, if they're oh interested God. in hearing it. It's great, though, J- guys. JJ Field, I'm casting him as our lead dad. Fantastic. Just come to me. What do you think? I'm on board for it. I think he'd be great. Ugh divine call us jj call me just don't call us call me (laughs) call hannah banana um so yeah so i'm gonna try this uh earl gray lemon cream cheese cake i've made do it doing it can you hear me eating into the podcast yeah make like be louder like really make it that's terrible. That's terrible. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> Why did you do that? Because <laughs> you told me to. <laughs> all right. All right. It's pretty good. It's um, it's not too lemony, which is good. And um, I can actually taste the tea. I did infuse. Uh, there's buttermilk in this. So it is really dense. And it's very moist. Um, see buttermilk, buttermilk. Not that ain't English. Oh yeah, I know. Well, if it helps, I made buttermilk, which you just do by like taking milk and you put lemon in there and you you know let it sit for five to ten minutes. But before I put the lemon in there, I infused it with a tea, and then um I did grind up some tea, even like just really really fine, and I put some of that in the batter as well. But it's not too tea heavy, so I like that. It's uh, it's well balanced. Will you freeze some so I can try it? Yeah, for sure. Thank you. I will freeze a slice. And um, yeah, it's 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 decent. It's not my. It's like not a cake I would I would normally go for. But um, okay. I think it would be nice on a tea cafe no, I menu. Do, I do think if um if I was somewhere and I was looking at the cake, if I saw like an Earl Grey and lemon cake. I would try a slice of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. It just felt right. That's all. It's not anything that they would um they would actually eat. I mean, I guess uh, I our, mean, our burgers or not either. Oh, I can't wait to make pizza. That'll be a good episode. Whoa! Okay, let's definitely do pizza. I've got ideas. Okay. Uh, that, ideas. that sounds great. And if um, listeners, if you guys have... The pie. <laughs> Oh, God. Listeners, if you have ideas for our pizza episode, (laughs) which is forthcoming, apparently, let us know. I need all the help I can get when it comes to these uh, recipes. It takes me a long time to, like, think of something. Yours should just be like the burger, but the base is a Yorkshire pudding. (laughs) And, um, yeah, and it's got black pudding on it and an egg. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Okay. So... 
we should probably turn this over to the interview because I'm sure our listeners are hearing there is like construction going on in the podcast hut hut. I didn't know this. Just like outside my door, I see some people um just drilling into the street. Oh no. I know. I'm like, can you guys hear that? Sorry about that. I can't hear it. Okay, good. Good, good. Sorry, I'm also still eating too. <laughs> Put the pancake down. <laughs> I'm hungry. It's breakfast time. So, Hannah, why don't you go ahead and read out Joe's bio for us while I um, finish up my cake? Sure. So, Joe Turner is a chocolatier from Edinburgh, Scotland. She's just started a small chocolate company called Josephine's Chocolate that produces elegant handmade chocolate inspired by the world of Jane Austen. And it will be launching at the end of June this year. 2017 so i guess that means she's launched mm-hmm. she is up That's actually so exciting mm-hmm. and just in case nobody's picked up on it joe is team austin so she is indeed she is indeed but i like her That's anyway one for me that's one for me <laughs> all right let's uh take you to this interview well it's actually it's quite an interesting one for me um I I met Colin Firth when I was like nine years old. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. And so I was in a movie with him. Like I was a very small part. I was. What? Um, I did acting as a child. What film was it? It's called My Life So Far. It's it's a yes. very small Scottish movie. It was made in the late nineties. Um, it was a kind of a period drama set in Scotland in the nineteen twenties, and he was he was in it. Um, and I I was in it as a very small part and I just remember all the women completely like fawning themselves. Oh, of course. Because um, it was just after the BBC Pride and Prejudice had come out. So I asked my mum about it and she kind of told me, but I was nine. I didn't really know, mm-hmm. um, but I always kind of kept it in my head. So then I ended up watching the, the BBC Pride and Prejudice and that's, that's how I fell in love. I went, oh my gosh, it's Colin Firth. I know him. I've met him. It's Mr. Darcy. So yeah. <laughs> uh, and was he lovely? I imagined him to be. Or was he nasty? I bet he was lovely oh. if he was talking to a nine-year-old. <laughs> yeah, he was really, really nice. We did um, we did like a big talent show at the end of the filming because there was quite a lot of kids. Oh. And um, he took part. So we did like a Spice Girls song. Oh, I love and- it. Which one? <laughs> He, went, he came on as Old Spice. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, it was, it was a good good experience. <laughs> this is a good story. I feel yeah. like, have you been dining out on this one for years? Not really. Um, you know, whenever someone, another fellow Austin fan, I'm like, oh, I've actually met Mr. Darcy. Um, yeah. So I'm guessing he's probably your favourite Mr. Darcy. He is, I have to say, he is. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm on board for that. that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so then is uh, Pride and Prejudice your favorite book or your favorite Actually, one of the others? I, I love Sense and Sensibility. Oh, interesting. Nice. Okay. Nice. That's a yeah. good choice. I do. I don't know. Again, my first my first experience with it was the Emma Thompson adaptation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I just thought it was so well done. And I love Emma Thompson and Kate Wins. I mean, just the cast. You just fall in love with everyone. 
you know, and then you go and read the book and you still have all these characters in your mind. And yeah, I think, I think that's one of my faves. Yeah, that's a good one. I love, I think that was actually maybe my first uh, Austin. I can't remember because it was a while ago, but I feel like that might've been my entryway into Austin. That was, I think that was like the first movie I saw, okay. yeah. which is like, yeah, I think the, the best one to see. Don't you up. think it's really interesting that that film was directed by Ang Lee? who directed, like, Hulk movies and Breakdown Mountain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's very atmospheric, Yeah, too. I just like, think I think such an interesting, actually like... a great choice for that. Because, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, no, it's That's beautiful. just such a broad career. It is. No, he's a very talented guy. <laughs> <laughs> so now, um, you have just started your own business. I have, yes. And it just is... chocolate. <laughs> and it's Austin-inspired. Well, yes. It's inspired by the world of Jane Austen. So um, kind of gives me a broader scope, you know, not just her novels or her, but kind of the Regency Georgian world as well. Mm-hmm. Now, what brought this on? Like, what were you doing before? And then were you just like, okay, I got to start a chocolate business? <laughs> well, I was, I was living and working in London and um, my husband kind of, I'd always wanted to start a business. Um, and my husband kind of pushed me towards going back to school. Um, so we found this course um, through London South Bank University, and it's called the National Bakery School. And you can do a degree in baking. Like, it's, I'm not That's even joking. <laughs> um, so I went into it thinking I wanted to start, you know, a cake business, um, a bakery. Um, and we did classes and chocolate. And I just loved working with it it was just a lot of fun it's tricky but if you do it right it's beautiful mm-hmm. um, and one one year we were asked to kind of come up with a with a novelty chocolate and I had this cameo brooch mold mm-hmm. and I thought here that would be an amazing chocolate like really beautiful mm-hmm. and me and my sister had just been to the Jane Austen festival in Bath and yeah <laughs> we were talking about it and you know, I was just thinking, you know, I really would love to do something with this idea. Um, and that's kind of how Josephine's Chocolate started. Um, it's just like all the stars aligned. It really, it really was, honestly. And, you know, the last year of school, they allowed me to kind of run with it. Mm-hmm. And I got to do all my business planning and market research. And they were really, really supportive. So, um, yeah, as you said, the, the stars kind of aligned. I think you know, if there's such a thing as fate, I think it was kind of nudging me in that direction, you know? Right, right. Oh, it's like fantastic. Those are like my favorite (laughs) things. (laughs) So now how are you going to sort of like use the Austin influence? Like, is it going to be within flavors or packaging or all? Or yeah, how are you setting that up? Well, kind of all of it really. Um, You know, I always feel that the Regency and the Georgian era was just elegant. You know, of course, it wasn't in real life, but, you know, Jane Austen's kind of view and through her books that we're getting is of elegance. So I really want to kind of imbue that little bit of old-timey luxury elegance. So I'm making different products like the cameo brooch. So I'm going to do a heroine range of each of the heroines to get their own cameo brooch. Yes. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> and then, you know, like plaques with, you know, Elizabeth and Darcy silhouettes cut out into them and, and different Jane Austen quotes on them or, you know, Mr. and Mrs. for weddings and things like that. Um, making fans out of chocolate. Um, oh. 
I'm making molds at the moment to try and make it stable enough that it doesn't fall apart. <laughs> okay, yeah. I was about to say, like, yeah, where are you getting, are you getting the molds made? Or, like, how do you make the molds? Well, I've, I've bought in a few, um, like, for my cameos, I kind of scored through Etsy and lots of different sites, and I found one that I loved. Um, so I then found other faces, and I'm making them, so I'm kind of putting them all together and then making molds out of them. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's actually quite fun, you know, plaster of Paris and silicone. And that is <laughs> get super cool. Stage. I didn't realize you were going to do that with the molds. That's really awesome. Yeah, it's, it's, it, I, I think they're beautiful when they're done. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I do. It's, sometimes it's a shame to eat them, but they, right. taste, they taste amazing. It's chocolate. So. <laughs> <laughs> so now do you have like different flavor combinations for different characters as well? Well, for the cameo brooches, they're just going to be like solid chocolate and they're going to have like a color. So the little kind of oval behind the face, each of the heroines is going to have a, their own color that kind of I feel imbues them as a character. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm also process, in the process of, of making, you know, like bonbons and dip chocolates, taking flavors either from the books or from recipes of the time. Um, Martha Lloyd, who lived with um, Jane Austen, we're so lucky that we have lots of her recipes. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm kind of taking flavors from them and making them into chocolates, and then they'll be sold in a, a box that's like a book. Oh, I want them, I want them right now. <laughs> so they're in production, I'll probably, because it's just me doing the chocolates at the moment. So okay. um, <clears throat> I'm gonna kind of tear when I release things so I don't have myself in a in a flurry making sure. all these chocolates. <laughs> sure, makes sense. Now yeah. what kind of flavors like from like the Regency era are you like you bringing into them? I mean lots of different spices, um, you know, gingers and different things and different fruits. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean like syllabub, apple syllabub oh. my recipe. Which doesn't sound great, but you know, in chocolate, you can play with it a bit. <laughs> right, right. Now, have you tried anything that just, like, has not worked? Where you're like, oh, oh this so is terrible. <laughs> okay. Oh, so many things, you know. <laughs> when you're trying things out, you look at it and you think, oh, that, that would be good, you know. And then you eat it and it's just so disgusting. But I have to say, I'm also, you know, yes, I'm taking flavors from, from the world of Jane Austen. I'm also just going to make my favorite chocolates. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. Are you are you making a sea salt one for all of the naval officers? Because I'm in love with Captain Wentworth and I would like to just shut myself away for a night eating Captain Wentworth chocolate. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know, I, I, do you know what? That Captain Wentworth and sea salt caramels, I mean, that's just a match made in heaven. That oh does my gosh, good. I'm, I'm going to swoon. I'll swoon away. <laughs> yeah, you need like a swoon line. Just all the heroes and just, ah. Uh. Yeah. I was really trying to think about this. I'm not good at like, the, like, because I was trying to think about this for chocolate and then also for teas because we have someone coming on um, that does like tea blends inspired by Austin characters. Mm. but um i'm terrible at it i've got look right okay this is you don't have to do any of these off the top of my head the, colonel brandon strawberry flavored because they go strawberry picking uh, at colonel brandon's house great idea captain yeah. wentworth and the naval officers of sea salt obviously mm -hmm. um 
Uh, that's all I've got. Right. So I'm trying to think about Henry what Darcy Tilney, would be. Henry Tilney, his tastes like muslin. So <laughs> whatever fabric tastes like, that's his chocolate. Just because he comments on on, on, on muslin. Yeah. Um, and then Darcy, Darcy pond water. Oh, pond uh, water. <laughs> And then um, they're the only ones that count. Oh, yeah, they're the only ones that count. I can't think of any others. <laughs> yeah. I, I got one good one in there. Right. Mr. Got... Darcy's, yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. good. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm, like, super excited. So what, can you give me an example of, like, what, just what your favorite chocolate is? I have to say I, I do love caramel. I'm, I, I just love it. I <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Um, also, I love um, like chocolate orange yeah. and yeah. I I love basic standard. Like I don't love like really experimental. You know, like, you can get like marmite chocolates and right, right things. I just sometimes think chocolate is comfort. You want something that's yummy, and you just know you're gonna love it. I totally. love marmite though. Oh, do you? Oh, see, <laughs> no, see, no. again, love it here. But not with chocolate, right? Yeah. Who would Edmund from Mansfield Park could be Marmite? Because people, <laughs> not many people like him. He's like That's a niche true. chocolate. So yeah. you're not going for a flavor from the book, but for like, you know, you have to really want it. Yeah. Because Edmund yeah. is not, it's not the best, is he? Mm-mm. No. I have to say that's one of the only books I haven't been able to get through. Yeah. It's well. I'll tell you my little Mansfield Park fact that I told Laurie yesterday. Yeah. Um. Mansfield Park, it was the most popular book at the time of publication. People loved Fanny Price. They thought she was great. But she oh. is the one that resonates least with modern audiences because she's never wrong. Ah. She's always right. She's like perfect. And what we like these days is someone who's flawed, someone who goes on a journey, like yeah. all of her other characters. And she's the only one that doesn't. I read that yeah. in a book somewhere, if anyone can tell me where that is from i can't remember but like it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's good a good fact. theory it's a good, it's a good theory fact, yeah right. i like it but also she marries her cousin i think that as well today <laughs> oh yeah and then, yeah and then there's that one as well yeah <laughs> and it's yeah. not just her cousin it's like her cousin that she grew up in a house with yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we just right. we just like sweep mansfield park underneath the rug <laughs> bye bye mansfield park yeah <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. Oh, man. Um, so when you, you're going to launch at the end of June, which is very soon. I'm sure you're feeling yeah. the pressure. Yes, very soon. It's all just kind of waiting to get boxes made and getting all the kind of day-to-day things done. But wanting to launch before the bicentenary um, of Austin's death in July. Yeah. Right, right. I understand yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. So yeah, it's all it's all going going smoothly. Good. And are, touch wood, touch wood. Right, exactly. <laughs> now, are you going to be selling online or are you go or do in store or both? Or how are you gonna how are you well, gonna sell through, us these chocolates? Yeah, online through my website, um josephineschocolate.com. So at the moment I've just got like a saving page that you can sign up to our newsletter. And then on the 30th of June, um, the website will go live and people can see the chocolates and buy the chocolates and eat the chocolates. Um, but it will be mon- mis- mon- oh, <laughs> most online um, mm. and then through like wedding fairs and 
kind of farmers markets and stuff um chatting to someone down at the Jane Austen Centre in Bath to see if they would like to stock my chocolate so we'll see what comes of that oh I cross my fingers for you yeah Yeah. for sure there's so many Austin events too yeah you can get tied into I don't know like over here like Jasna like we do a lot of events the Jane Austen Society of North America and um, they would definitely, I'm sure, like love to carry your chocolates for certain events and stuff. So yeah, I mean, and you, you, with you them. don't realize until you start kind of looking how many little groups and and kind of organizations and and companies you know are interested and are involved in in Jane Austen. You know, it's quite it's quite a vast network, really. Yeah, it really is. It's crazy. Yeah. Now. Um, I'm like super excited. <laughs> no, I like really want some chocolate. I shall have to send some over to Chicago for you. I definitely Thank you. Will you be done. shipping worldwide? <laughs> Not to begin with, okay. but I will definitely send some over because, um, yeah, I have to send some over to my family in Canada. So oh. I'll be oh, just yeah. hoping that they get through customs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my God. Oh, yeah, I'm so excited. I really want this. And I also like what you said it too about like chocolate being comfort. um food because there is a certain chocolate company i won't name names but like i always um had to like buy them as you know corporate presents you know for you know whoever when i back when i worked in a for a pharmaceutical company and they were really beautiful and they were really interesting um and the packaging was great but like and everyone would be like awed by them and then they take a bite and they're like I don't want this (laughs) like I would have just preferred like a dove like milk chocolate like situation like so yeah but um I'm really excited about this it's like Jane Austen's book we we read them and reread them and rewatch the adaptations because it's comfort you know what you're gonna get you know and and I always say a good box of chocolates is like a good book you know you have your favorite characters that you want two or three of and you know by the end of the box or by the end of the book you don't want it to end you want to go back and reread it and re-eat them as they say um so I just thought it was the perfect pairing (laughs) yeah it really is now I know I'm just like throwing this at you out of left field but but if you were to do like a Bronte inspired chocolate oh do you know what I tried to think of this but I honestly I don't know anything about the Brontes. Brussels sprouts. <laughs> Brussels sprouts. I would say even maybe even some like a like a black pepper or something. Did or because they went to Brussels. Oh my god. <laughs> would it be the flavor of Brussels sprouts or the shape of Brussels sprouts? Both. Oh. <laughs> that's that's pretty heavy. There, it's pretty what, heavy. What are moors made of? Are they like heather? lavender yeah i'm like wondering like like lavender or like dark chocolate you could just see if there's like any kind of fruit tree or edible plant growing in the parsonage yeah yeah for sure or book flavor (laughs) a book flavor just like a dusty black pudding flavor (laughs) it's really hard it's really hard with the brontes different different spices and flavors as well yeah 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 not necessarily the same, but very similar. You know, they had to preserve and they had to, you know, cover the flavor of lots of foods because they were all, or they didn't have, yeah. you know, certain things. So they they had to use spices and salts and different things to make things edible. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Good point. Good point. 
Oh, now. So would you ever think about expanding your line, like going outside of chocolate, like doing like more candies or cakes or anything like that? Oh, for sure. I wouldn't have an empire. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the beginning. Oh, okay. It's the beginning, but no. I mean, I would, yeah. I, I mean, I love baking and I love making sweets and candies. And I think just for the time being, this where I'm at right now, I'm going to bring my sister on board. She's on maternity leave at the moment. So we're going we're gonna to run it as sisters. Um, so see kind of where that leads us I'd love to have a little so chocolate shop or tea room oh, um, that'd be amazing. you know ideally in Bath but you never know um, <laughs> my sister's always coming up with these amazing ideas you know you you had mentioned about the the brand and the strawberries well she was saying we could do like an afternoon tea where you have to pick your own strawberries and stuff like that. But the strawberries are made of chocolate and she's, she's got great ideas. She's, she's a bit like yourself. She's, she runs with all these amazing ideas and I'm really just the, the brains and the, the, the hands to make them. <laughs> she's the idea person. That's awesome. That's a, I really like that idea, but you can't make them pick the strawberries for too long. Cause you know, they get bored of doing it in sense and sensibility. <laughs> yeah. Like they do. their mood shifts very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because there'll, there'll only be a few, and then they have to eat yeah. them all. That's the joy. Yes. Yeah. Someone will come in and interrupt them, and they'll have to run away. I mean, it sounds fantastic. I really want you to get this tea shop off the ground. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Me too. We'll see how it goes. But I think you know, having it with my sister, you know, Jane Austen's all about the sisters and her right. relationship. And I think with me and mine, where we resonate quite a lot with her characters because we are very close as well. And I think that's, you know, sisterhood in today's society is, is so important. And that's kind of what we want to do with the business as well is raise awareness of sisterhood. And I don't know if you can hear it. <laughs> <laughs> a, bit of an, a bit of an emergency. <laughs> sisterhood. Who said sisterhood? <laughs> and we are back. So um, I just pulled up Josephine's website here and I'm taking another look and her chocolates look so awesome. They kind of look too good to eat. I think I would just like keep them in my fridge for posterity and just look at it every once in a while. I think if one was like the distilled flavor of Captain Wentworth, I would, I just, it doesn't matter what it looks like. Oh. I would eat that. Does that, <laughs> that Whoa. came out like way way dirtier than I intended it's all right that's something to think about I can't believe I said that Joe's so lovely we should just like just you know throw suggestions at her all the time and she just you know she could ignore us because we're ridiculous what um what is Joe's website for the for the viewers for the listeners Lauren it is josephineschocolate.com so that's J-O-S-E-P-H-I-N-E-S chocolate.com and um, her Twitter and Instagram where you can see all the beautiful chocolate is Josephine Chalk. So Hannah, where can our listeners find us if uh, they're looking for our Instagram? If you're looking for us mm-hmm. on Instagram and Twitter, mm-hmm. we can be found at bonnets at dawn. Nice. Nice. Um, we can also be found on iTunes as well as SoundCloud. And um, we should be at this point on Stitcher as well. And uh, if there are any other, 
you know, places where you listen to your podcast and you want Bonnets at Dawn to be on there, shoot us a tweet, you know, slide into our DMs. Let us know. I'm going to put a blanket ban on you saying slide into our DMs. This is the last time it's happening. Slide into our DMs. No sliding. (laughs) (laughs) This is a no slide. This is a slide free podcast as of today. What? As of today. Uh, If you leave us a review, which is super helpful because it means that people are more likely to find the podcast, we might even read it out. So consider doing that, everyone, and make sure you give us more than one star. (laughs) Because, (laughs) come on. That would be the saddest. That would be so upsetting. I know. We're going to get, like, so many one-star reviews just out of spite. (laughs) I wasn't even going to review this. I wasn't even going to tell people I thought it was terrible. But then you challenged me. Right? And then I'll just cry at my desk. Wretched bondage. Wretched bondage. Um, Yeah, but if there's anything else you guys want to talk about, hit me up on Twitter and um feedback always great always appreciated uh thank you guys so much for listening we will talk at you next week bye bye